take a very, very wild guess and say that at one point in all of your lives, you really liked somebody or saw potential in somebody, but the one challenge was you guys were far from one another and that kind of killed that opportunity. Well, on today's episode, I want to talk about long distance relationships and if they can really work and things that I've done, things that I've seen. And yeah, we'll get into that. I do believe and I'm thinking this now. We got a question on something similar about long distance relationships on our ask and prompts on our Instagram story a few Sundays ago, probably about a month, maybe a month and a half ago that we did that. The time is just flying now. It feels like every day. And we got a question about long distance, and I felt like I gave a pretty good answer about it. But then I realized that this episode probably does a huge service to a lot of you out there who are thinking about getting into a long distance relationship or are in one now. And I want to go over some things to be mindful of, some things to be doing that are going to make the success of this potential long distance relationship that you have work in the best possible way for you and your partner. But before we get into any of that, I want to tell all of you about a company that we recently partnered with, Tiege Hanley, everybody. I think they've been on here before and I've talked about them. Uncomplicated skincare for men, guys. One of the best investments you're going to make in your life. I say this all the time. If you don't invest in yourself, how can you expect somebody else to, a potential partner, or whoever you're going to interact with in your life, you want them to know that you're using Tiege, of course, and you don't have to tell them. They're just going to know based off of how much better you are looking. I am almost out of the supply that they sent me. They sent me level three, which for those of you who don't know, it's a three-level skincare system. Each level you go up, you get a little bit better of a assortment of products and I'm so happy that they did that. I can't wait to get my next shipment in. You're going to see results really fast. I know I have already seen them and I cannot be happier. So I want all of you right now to go to tige.com. That is T-I-E-G-E.com and use code Antforella for 10% off of your order. This is arguably one of the most important things you're going to invest in guys and you don't even have to tell her. She's just going to know wow, this guy looks really good. He looks flawless. He looks seamless. And women, of course, love that without, of course, you telling them you're putting all that effort in. Don't worry. I will be the one that takes the blame for the effort. I just want you to be the best possible version of you that you can. And Tiege Hanley is going to allow you to do it. So head to Tiege.com and use code Antforella for 10% off of your order. You're not going to be disappointed. I promise you that. Also, before we get into this episode, I want all of you to stick around for the end of this episode. We have a special guest coming on the show next week. I know I've been teasing these guests for quite a while now, and I've talked about the approvals we have to get, and it's a very meticulous process, actually. And I'm very happy that we finally have our first guest of this podcast next week. And also, like I said, anytime that we do get guests, they're going to be the best possible person for that moment and time. And I'm really excited to have this potential person on. I will be able, now that we have the approval from a certain media company that will also mention at the end of this, 
I will have the approval to share that at the end of this episode. So stick around. You guys are going to be so excited when you do find out who is coming on. So we're talking about long distance relationships and can they really work? And there are some things that you have to understand and really know before getting into one. And if you're in one, these are things that you're going to start questioning and thinking about. Is it really worth it? And that will kind of linger into your mind at some degree, but you have to ask questions in order to find answers. One of the bigger things with the long distance relationship, and note, I don't say situationship because I don't know if that really is viable long distance because the underlying meaning behind a situationship is you are doing things with other people. So really, is it a relationship at all? I have no idea. That's another conversation for another day, but I'm talking about relationships. One of the questions you have to be willing to ask yourself and you have to be willing to ask your partner, most important thing, communicate. How much effort are you both willing to put in? And the effort can't be one-sided. It has to be even straight down the middle because if you're doing the heavy lifting or your partner is doing the heavy lifting, I have breaking news for you. It's probably not going to work. I don't mean to be negative. I'm the positive vibes only guy, but in this situation, I'm only being real with you. You have to have that conversation on effort and things that you can do that your partner can't and vice versa. Have that effort conversation and you're wondering like, what does making the effort look like when you're far apart? Something that's really important in being far apart and making the effort is being there when you physically can't be there in person. I think that's super important. It's a committal to your partner's wants, needs, interests, all of the above, like if you were seeing them in person and if it was more close than the long-distance relationship that you are thinking of getting in or have found yourself in. So you have to be there even if you can't be there physically Also something super important and we did an episode on this for so for all of you out there who are in relationships or thinking of getting in one especially long distance check out our episode on validating your partner you're going to be so happy that you did I have gotten countless DMs from people saying thank you for that that really helped our relationship and that makes me feel good because that's what the foundation of this podcast was built on but you have to validate your partner more than ever when you are far apart so you make them feel validated and you make them feel like you really care because the distance thing is so challenging and any little thing that you can do to keep your relationship above water and really growing because you don't want to get involved in something where you're just stagnant but I do understand and know that the challenges are there when being distantly far apart and you're wondering how do you grow I know that that's like a huge conversation but long distance I think we'll talk about this at the end should not be the end goal like you should not be wanting to stay long distance for a while it's just what is going on in your life or your potential partner life as well also something really important and I struggled with this from time to time and I have for a while What level of trust have you built? And what I argue is more important, how do you keep building off of it and grow? Like I just mentioned with growth, how do you know? Like what what is going to be the intangible there that says, you know what, 
we've built the trust and we can keep growing it together. But I understand and from being in countless long distance situations and we'll just keep it in situations for all of you out there who are nosy. For a lot of those, I fel't that even if you're a great person and I, I could trust you if you were you know more proximate to where I am, it's just so hard and challenging to do that. And my thing is growth. Like if you can't grow, I, I can't do this. And I think a lot of you out there may be in situations where everything went so well, it really kind of went zero to a hundred really quick. You like this person, whatever, and it's kind of stagnated and flattened off. And you're wondering what to do. For me, I have to continuously see that growth. And long distance just makes that so much more challenging. But you have to make that very clear. On top of what we talked about already on effort and having that conversation, you have to then think to yourself, okay, what level of trust have we built? And where can we go? That's a huge thing that has to be said if you're going to do something long distance. And by the way, even if you're short distance, that's something that's super important too. But again, long distance is super challenging and I don't think anybody loves doing it. It's just happens sometimes and you don't know what to do. And hopefully we're kind of making light of some of the things that you should be doing, asking and thinking about. Also something with long distance that I want to talk about and I think is kind of a, a double-edged sword because there are two sides to everything. But I think the two sides to this that I'm going to explain are kind of tricky and people tend to lean one side or the other. So what I'm seeing a lot of is people that are using this excuse of the distance barrier and they're getting in their head, okay, well, if this person is far away, they're probably going to cheat. I've been in this point multiple times because I just don't know that person that well. And you're really taking a risk and chance like with anything. But the distance barrier thing is like really mental in a lot of people's minds because you don't know if your said partner is going to cheat. However, I am now at a point and I've, I've got a lot of clarity on this through things that I've done and seen and seen so many people do. Regardless if your partner lives with you or your partner lives a thousand miles away from you, maybe even farther. If they want to cheat, they'll find a way to do it. And it's more convenient to cheat when you're farther away. That's a very weak person, weak person at their core, weak character, you name it. But people do it. It won't be the first time that it happens if you do see it or it maybe happens to you. It definitely sucks. However, I'm at that point now where I'm not as skeptic of the long distance barrier because the cheating thing was so big for me and like how do I know that I trust you and we already talked about like what level of trust have you built and where can you go you get in your head as to like what to do because this person's so far away you have no control but really even if they're close to you and maybe they're a little bit shorter than a thousand miles away and you see them every day every other week whatever it is if it's often they can still find ways to do it and it won't be the first time that that happens so be like mindful of that and just know just because they're long distance doesn't mean that they're more prone to cheat because it definitely does happen if someone is even living in your place with you so be mindful of that too i also do know that the counter to that is is pretty valid 
Um, because if that said person you're in a relationship with, if their love language is, for example, physical touch, and I know a lot of people like this, how do you expect them to be faithful? And I know that this is like a weird conversation to have, but if you're in a relationship, especially long distant, I hope at one point or another, you have the conversation about love language and where you're going in that and what your partner's is and also voice yours and make that very clear because you have to understand if that person is far away and their love language number one is physical touch how do you like expect them to be faithful like if my person and again I don't think I've, I've had this yet where it's like oh my gosh this is my person but in that moment in time I've had situations where I wasn't as communicative as I should have been and everything is a learning experience right you're going to learn something each and every day and and so have I but there's been so many instances where you don't have that conversation about love language and then you find out that your partner's number one love language is physical touch and then you find out that they cheated on you and you're thinking in your head okay wait a minute why did this happen what is going on and you try and find an explanation for it well this is kind of like a hey this is why they kind of did it it's not an indictment on you. It's not an indictment on your character. It's just what their wants and needs are, even if it's a super shitty way to do it. Of course, we're not acknowledging cheating by any means as a good thing, but you have to understand if their love language is physical touch, they are more prone to cheat, especially if they're far away than if it was potentially something else. So be mindful of that. Have that conversation with your partner and even if you're not long distant right now, you should still have that conversation. It's super important for the success of your relationship. And at one point, you could be long distant and you're going to be glad that you did have that conversation. And then also, I got in my head a little bit too. I thought back as to so many things that happened and I have no regrets and I wouldn't change anything for the world. But I think to myself, why would I want to be in a relationship, let alone long distant relationship, if my partner's love language is physical touch. Like I know for me, if that is like very front center and evident, you have to be like a crazy person for me to like not get worried and nervous about it and crazy meaning in a very good way. So yeah, I struggle with that. I definitely do. And it it comes down to the trust that you've built and continue to grow on as we already had mentioned. But you think to yourself, and I would urge all of you to ask this question, why would you want to be in a long distance relationship with a potential partner that love language is physical touch? Like you just know you're setting yourself up for so many things that could potentially fail. And more often than not, relationships do fail. It's just kind of how it is. And that's, you know, something that I've dealt with for a pretty, pretty long time. And I'm kind of back and forth, as you can kind of tell as to what to do. So that was kind of the the counter there I was mentioning about people are either on one side, people are on the other side. Moral of the story there, by no means is cheating okay. We've never said cheating is okay, but it does happen and you have to realize if you do get into a situation where it is long distant and their potential needs are something more physical, you're going to be in a really, really tough position and you got to have that conversation within yourself more importantly to figure if it is right for you and I think one thing that 
comes of this whole entire conversation about long-distance relationships and can they really work. Of course, you're not trying to do this on purpose. Maybe you have a job somewhere, maybe they have a job somewhere, or whatever is going on is going on, and you're going to hopefully come together at one point. But you have to have the conversation with both of you, sit down and say, hey, how often are we going to come together? How long is this going to be? And where do you see this thing going? My advice for everybody out there in relationships now, even long distance, depending on who you are, and I know for me, it'll probably be like every four months, every six months or every year, sit down with your partner, have a conversation and say, hey, is this working? Do you want to do this another year? I learned that from somebody and that's like some of the best advice I've ever gotten because you don't want to get locked into something mentally where you don't know if it's going to work. You don't know how long it's going to work. And if you give yourself the chance every six months or a year to sit down, come together and say, hey, has this worked? What has happened? What has transpired? Be an adult, have a conversation. And I know this is a lot easier said than done. And for whatever reason, people don't have that conversation because they're afraid of some outcome or whatever. But I would rather know than not know and get stuck in something where you're unclear and clarity for me is super important. I think all of you probably agree at some point. So the moral of all of that is you got to figure out, first of all, how much effort you guys are both willing to put in. It has to be even. What does the effort look like being there when you physically can't be? What else did I say? Validating your partner is super important. Check out our episode that we did on that. One of the highest rated ones we've done. People love that. We talk about so many things you have to be doing in your relationship. And then if it's long distant, same thing as well. Also, the trust conversation, something that I've had challenges dealing with over the years for sure. And I think a lot of you probably do too, because you don't know what to believe or what not to believe. And when you're far apart, that just makes it that much harder. And then also the conversation we just had about like if someone's going to cheat, if they're not going to cheat, the love language conversation, you have to have it because you need to know, okay, what does this person like? What do I like? Can we make this work? And I think that is super important. And just because their love language is something different than yours doesn't mean it can't work. You got to sit down, have the conversation about it, and you're going to be so thankful that you did. So to answer the question of can long distance really work, it's not a definitive yes or no. From the experiences that I've been in and thinking back to all of the ones that, of course, didn't work, I get in my head a little bit on the thing going around now where it's like right time, right person, wrong time, wrong person, and then the mix in between there of, okay, was it maybe the right person, wrong time, or was it maybe the wrong time, right person? But then I get in my head because I'm like, okay, well, if it's the right person, why wouldn't it be the right time? And how do we know when the right time is? So there's so many things that go on and I'm verbally telling them you now, and you probably have had these thoughts plenty of times before, but thinking back to all the things that I've, I've had, I do believe something that is so important for me is being able to see the potential and seeing where it could go. And really the question I'm going to ask next is, are you happy? That is the number one fundamental question you should be asking each and every day if you're in a relationship or if you're in something long distant, because I can tell you as somebody who's had plenty of experience in this, 
if you are not happy, it is going to be super miserable. And why would you live your life another day not being happy? I know that's a lot easier said than done. You got to ask that question. Hopefully a lot of that cleared up some of your concerns about long distance relationships. I know we've got a ton of those questions before and somebody asked, I I would love to pull it up, uh, a detailed question on our Ask Ant IG prompt probably about a month ago or whatever it was about a long distance relationship they were in and things to do. And hopefully that explanation I just gave kind of helped you. I think it was kind of good for me because I'm understanding some other things in regard to clarity of can these things really work? And there's just so much that goes into them. Moral of the story, have adult conversations, talk, and think to yourself each and every day you wake up, are you happy? And you don't want to continue on if you're not happy. Get out of it if you're not happy. That's the moral of the story there. Okay, and now to next week and what is happening on the podcast. Be sure to tune in. We have a very special guest Bree from this past season of The Bachelor will be joining us. For all of you guys out there who long for perspective from a woman, this is somebody that you're going to want to follow everything she says to a T. I'm telling you guys right now, there is not a better person to have on this podcast at this moment than her. I do believe there's going to be a ton of questions and things that you're going to be able to learn from, but also we're going to try and ask her some questions that maybe you are going to send in because on Monday of next week, we are going to release a prompt on our Instagram stories that give all of you the opportunity to write in an open-ended question. We're going to sort through the questions, pick a few, and then ask her. My advice for that, for all of you potentially that want to get a question answered from Bree, ask something that's different, intriguing, new, and something that she hasn't heard yet. Because if you ask a question about something that happened this past season on The Bachelor or whatever, she's already answered it and she's tired of answering them. I'm telling you from all of the interviews that she's done at this point. But uh, yeah, that is next week. So Brie from this past season on The Bachelor, also a resident expert in PR and communications. We're going to have a couple conversations about that and really where everything is going in this world that you and I both occupy also, thanks to our partners, as usual, especially for Tish Hanley for sponsoring today's episode. And Bree and I will see all of you next Thursday.